0: Good evening, tonight, and I am thankful that you are tuning in this evening, and um, I'm always thankful for those of you who watch, and I pray that it is a blessing to you, and that the Lord uses it to to encourage you. Uh, One thing I I just want to make mention of, I have been made aware that the videos have been extremely staticky over the last couple nights and so we've tried a new device to help with the uh, the the sound and so if you are watching this tonight and the sound is good and clear and not staticky if you could just put a thumbs up uh, please don't forget to share these videos as i don't have a personal facebook account in this season and i just pray that God will bless you and like I said if the sounds better tonight if you would like and, and just put a thumbs up on the comment section or the like button uh, we've tried a new device here that is supposed to um, pick up the sound and clear it up so I pray that I, uh, I pray that it's a uh, it's a blessing to you so tonight we're going to be in our uh, study of Jonah again and uh uh, we're just continuing through chapter one, and uh, we looked last night about how Jonah was in the boat, the storm happened, and, and then they come to, the, to this realization that they're going to have to do something. So let's just start in verse 10 tonight. Then the men were exceedingly afraid and said to him, why have you done this? For the men knew that he fled from the presence of the Lord because he had told them. Then they said to him, what shall we do to you that the sea may be calm for us? For the sea was growing more temptous. And so I want you to hear this tonight that when difficulties come, when trials and tribulations happen, our first question is always, sorry, I'm trying to turn the volume up for you guys tonight, uh, but Anyway, uh, thank you for your comments, and I will continue to work on the sound, but um, why do things happen? Why do we lose a loved one? Why do we get cancer? Why did my job let me go? Why am I going for this betrayal of someone that I love? Why is a typical question, and not only why, but how. How do I get this to stop? How do I get this to change? And so, in verses 10 and 11 here, he's, they say that what do we have to do to calm the sea from this terrible storm that could possibly destroy us? And so the why and the how matters. The second thing I want to show you is you cannot fight against God's plan. You cannot fight against God's plan. Listen to what it starts in verse 12. It says in verse 14, And he said to them, Pick me up and throw me into the sea then the sea will become calm for you. For I know that this great tempest is because of me. He tells them, here's the answer to your question. Throw me overboard. Hard truths. You see, God's people need to recognize that sometimes God's truths are hard. They're not what tickles our ears or makes us feel good. It's it's hard truth. Sometimes it's, hey, I'm a sinner and I need to repent. Sometimes I'm wrong and I need to make things right. But in verse 13, listen to what happens. Nevertheless, the men rowed hard to return to land, but they could not, for the sea continued to grow more tempestuous against them. Therefore, they cried out to the Lord and say, we pray, O Lord, please do not let us perish for this man's life and do not charge us with innocent blood for you, O Lord, have done as it pleased you. You see, even though he told them, this is what you've got to do, they still tried to save themselves. And how many times has that happened to us? The Bible says, forgive someone. And we say, well, I'm not going to forgive them. They don't deserve it. And that festers and destroys. How many times does the Bible say to flee idols and things in our life and turn to God? And we say, yeah, but it's not really an idol. It's just a hobby. See, tonight when God tells you something, God speaks to you, you need to be willing to listen and not go against what he's trying to do. Because what they try to do was to row against god but once they humbled themselves this is just like us they recognized god's word and they came to god in prayer and said god save us but don't hold us guilty i've never been in the position of having to throw someone overboard to save my own life but i would hope that i would pause to consider the ramifications of my actions you see these men didn't throw him overboard just because they wanted to they didn't even throw them overboard because they were thinking that was a good idea. They were doing it because this is what this person told them that God wanted and That's what they had to do to save themselves. So tonight I want to challenge you. If, if God is convicting you in your life tonight or God is trying to work in your life, fighting against him won't work. You've got to say, Lord, here I am. Forgive me and I'll do whatever it is you ask me to do. But then listen to how God gets all the glory in verses 15 and 16. So they picked up Jonah and threw him into the sea, and the sea ceased from its raging. Then the mayor feared the Lord exceedingly in order to sacrifice to the Lord and took vows. These men worshiped God. They feared him, respected him, honored him, And he converted the entire Gentile sailors to the worship of God. You see, then I want to challenge you and encourage you that when things happen that are out of your control, the sailors had no control over Jonah getting on that boat and what Jonah had done. They were there. They were helpless. There was nothing they could do to change their situation. And when they heard from God, they tried to fight God's plan for their life. But eventually, God humbled them to the breaking point. And they said, okay, Lord, whatever it takes, but don't hold us guilty for the murder of this man. And then God calmed the sea and got all the glory. You see, when God gets you through the trials and tribulations of life, when God saves you and makes you a new creation, when God heals or works in your life. He gets the credit. And so tonight I want you to trust him. Maybe God's asking you to take a step of faith that you've never stepped before. Trust him. Maybe God's asking you to make a decision that you're just not, you're just, you just don't think you can make, make it. Trust him. Trust his work. But every decision that you make, consider the cost. God doesn't want you to follow him and then turn back when it gets hard. He says count the cost. But remember, if you will humble yourself, follow where God leads you, he will use you to make a difference in the lives of other people. As a parent, I want God to use me to make a difference in my children's life. As a pastor, I want God to use me to help work in the people's lives that I pastor. For you who watch this every night, I hope that you don't watch it out of a loyalty to me, because you don't owe me your loyalty. Pray that God uses these words that I share to encourage and strengthen your faith. And that only happens when it's not about me. It's not about what I want. But it's about what He wants. And so as always, I just want you to know I love you, praying for you, I pray that God blesses you in a mighty way. Please feel free to send me any prayer requests, comments, thoughts. And remember, God loves you. So do we.